the future. A relentless, desperate wasteland ravaged by nuclear war. With the destruction of the internet and search engines such as Google, accurate information about the past is traded like currency. Two brave travelers are commissioned with the dangerous task of going back through time to gather as much information as they can to find out about the late 20th and early 21st centuries in hopes that a future society may rebuild what was lost and avoid the horror of a smoldering radioactive planet. But there is a catch. The travelers journey back across eons of time is a one-way trip, leaving them stranded in the past. Wait, what? There's no way to communicate their findings to the future other than burying reinforced time capsules in the ground. In the hopes that one day recordings such as these will be unearthed to provide a glimpse of the world that once was. This is the mission of the crispy coated robots. And it must succeed. Hey, it's Jim. And it's Joseph. <laughs> you all right? And it, yeah, that just, wow. <laughs> he, he's ready to, I, I think he's hyped up on snack cakes. Uh, but, uh, I am so excited. That's excited. the show. That's this the is, show. So this excited, is George. Guys. This is George. Settle down. Just snack hang cakes. on, Joseph. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, episode 120 of the Crispy Coated Robots. And we are going to talk about snack cakes. Snack cakes. Uh, snack cakes. Uh, and what is our second topic? This is the B topic. We're going to get in depth about this topic. Oh, we are I talking like about Johnny Depp. That's right. The, oh, wow. the, the, the best of Johnny Depp, right? We're not doing We're good, not bad, doing, and ugly. Are no, we no Mordecai? Yeah. The last yep. resort. Oof. Oof. Oh, yeah, some of that stuff. Yes. John Christopher Depp II. So Johnny Depp moved to Los Angeles with his band when he was 20. He actually came to L.A. Uh, with with his band. And wait, wait, after- wait, wait, wait. Guys, what's going on there? I'm hearing oh, something. Oh, uh, oh, you don't know? What 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 is going on? Well, Tom, he's... What? Well, what, he, what is he doing? What's well, a st- it's a stenography machine or steno writer, whatever they yeah. call it. It's yeah. really cool. He was he was showing me. It's a it's got like twenty three keys. It's like a typewriter, uh, but and each letter means something else or something. This, so this is a special episode. I can't wait to see that printed out. We're yeah, transcribing the show today, Joseph. He's, he's, he's going to do the whole thing. Yep. Yes, we're transcribing it. I wonder well, if that was all capital letters. Yes. Is is he using an Enigma machine? We don't no, know. No, it's it's a steno writer. It's he's uh, right there. Look. It's the I little know. Light. What? No one wait. told me about this. I can't wait to see the scintillating conversation in print. Yeah. <laughs> no one told me about this. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> Exclamation. <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. Tom Tom didn't mention it to you? No. He, guys, he does not like me. Does not like me. I'm just saying that right now. Now, now it's on the record that he doesn't like (laughs) you. Let's put that aside and just say this show is going to be scrumptiliumptious. I can't wait to see him spell that one. (laughs) He's nodding, so I don't know know what that means. Uh, But uh, anyway, back to Johnny Depp. Uh, His wife introduced him, his wife at the time introduced him to actor Nicolas Cage. Check out our good, bad, and ugly of Nicolas Cage movies. Um, and they kind of became drinking buddies. And it's actually Nick Cage that said, you know, you ought to try acting. And uh, uh, and how many movies, Joseph? Like over 100 movies later. Close to 100. Cartoons. Close to 100 yeah. movies. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And to clear Should, up the... Do we need to pause after we say something? No, so no, we can, we're good. We're, okay. To clear up the snack cakes, I brought in a special guest. His name is John Big O'Ass. He is the uh, <laughs> snack cake aficionado here on the show. John, what, see con- that what constitutes a snack cake? Hold on. He's coming to the mic. Oh, boy. A snack cake consists of anything. Why is he out of breath? <laughs> hostess. Little Debbie. <laughs> or tasty cake. <laughs> now I must retire for the evening. 
And that was the only thing you did today, too. Wow. Okay. So there you go. There's the snack cake rules from John Bigoass, our official snack cake expert here. The, what, the, how do you, that quintuple bypass really, really works. <laughs> <laughs> Want to come back? He's not easy. How, do you, he's, he's how do you spell that last name? <laughs> uh, B I G O A S S. Bigoass. All right. All right. I, I think that this is a weird episode. Uh, this is a strange I, I episode. Yes, it is. What if that's all caps when I just said, yes, it is. <laughs> You're just trying to get everything capitalized. <laughs> You're correct. We'll see that. One too. <laughs> Anyways, let's just move on. <laughs> we want to do Johnny Depp or snack cakes first. Oh, man. That's so a hard one. John, I'm, in honor I'm of good either way. Big ass, let's let's start with uh, <laughs> let's start with snack cakes. Snack cakes, Joseph. What is number five? Making its appearance for at least the third time on our show. Oh no! Being mentioned uh, from 1970, it Lil Debbie sausage cheese balls. <laughs> it is. It is the Star Crunch. Wow, this, Jim is, and I hey, this is my number one. Crunched. I thought you. I thought you'd do a number one on this one, Joseph. Oh this, man, this I my you know I, This is uh This is a uh, better known as what, Jim? Crap patty. Crap patty. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Our it beloved crap patty. It makes it. Uh, do you know what the original name of the crap patty was before it was <laughs> Star Crunch? <laughs> no. No, I don't. It was the Moon Crunch. It was named after the, uh, or it was created and named for the 1969 moon landing. But well, in 1972, you know, they changed it. John Bigo asked, just handed me a box of them. He's been working on in the corner. Oh, so and, good. And I see there's an actual oh, moon. There's a moon still on the package. So that they still kind of kept a little bit of that. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't, I didn't know that trivia. Thank you, John. Hey, it's also described as cookies with caramel and crisp rice. Oh, so good. Is everything okay? <laughs> What's going on? You can do it. He, he stopped typing when Joseph started talking. Oh, 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 oh. oh Joseph. Okay. Oh, I see. Mm. I see what he's up to now. No, this is good. This is good. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad. I, I want it to be on record. I want it to. His well, hostility on record. <laughs> that's the so problem. It won't be on record, though, if he's not typing yeah. you. If he's not transcribing you, it won't be on record. You'll be just like a blank, like a vampire in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the this is the greatest show ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, Star Crunch, of course, the nostalgic element to it, but it is actually a pretty good one. And then, if you go to like a convenience store, like in the South, they have Bucky's. They even sell you even a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's a, true. A bigger one you could like have as an actual, you know, meal. <laughs> and you sort of need that because you remember, Jim, that yes. in middle school we never just got one. You always had yeah, to have two, like ten cents or something. It was like there were ten cents, and so you always got two of them. So having a bigger one makes sense. See, you know, Bucky, because- Bucky's recognized the deficiency there. Yes, and they they solved the problem. <laughs> they realized Bucky's one Bucky's is about two. solving problems. <laughs> you know. All right, one could be two. So Star Crunch makes it in. That's that's Woo-hoo! my number one. Joseph's number five. George, what's your number five? Uh. And, and that that is an honorable mention for me, Star Crunch. By the way, uh, my number five though is the snowballs. Okay, I used to oh, okay. eat these all the time. I haven't had one in years. You're the okay. only person I know who actually eats these. I know. Uh, well, this, I don't. <laughs> I don't that out there. I thought <laughs> me and and big old ass or whatever. His name was. Well, yeah, uh, he's nodding his head. He barely lifted uh, his thumb up, but he's not. He, he, okay, yeah, he's nodding his head. Uh, but when I was a kid, uh, I ate these, and it's, it's basically. Let's face it, it's chocolate cake, okay? But the cake is surrounded by this fluffy marshmallow frosting. And then these pink coconut uh, flakes on it. Uh, <laughs> and looks nothing like a snowball, okay? it's I mean, what snowballs are pink? But uh, I ate a lot of these, and without fail, the marshmallow surrounding encasement armor whatever you want to call it it always would separate and it would be like just this it's almost like insulation you know or something uh but snowballs i loved them i haven't you know, had one in years made fun reason. of uh in the movie zombie land <laughs> like oh, they yeah, tried to offer him a- food twinkies and snowballs yeah <laughs> Gets uh, Woody Harrelson gets so upset yes. <laughs> where they think that a snowball can somehow substitute for his beloved Twinkie. Yes. Uh, my yes. number five, I'm guaranteed, is probably on one of your lists. Little Debbie describes it as the snack that started it all. 
and us in the community, John, we describe it as OCP, which is oatmeal cream pie. Yes. Are you done with OCP? Yeah, you know me. Uh, Satisfying, according to the little Debbie, uh, they say it's been satisfying families since 1960. Oh, George has a box there. I've got a, I brought a box today. This is my number three. John is is holding up one in the corner too. Wow. Okay. This is my number four, and I'm so excited. You heard me gasp because I put it on here. I put it on here because I thought they're not going to go for this. This is one that's not going to go on because uh, this make made me love oatmeal cookies, which apparently is a rare thing because most people hate oatmeal cookies, yeah. but it's because of these oatmeal cream pies that... Uh, I love I them. I do like the yeah. oatmeal cookies. I even like the cheap ones that come in the be- that they with the frosting on it. Any company, yeah. they're hard to mess up. You can get you can get generic and they're still good. Yeah, they're uh, sort of a little stale. There's a little stale whenever <laughs> you get them, but they're still good. I know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, and I like Jim that you mentioned. It is the first snack that Little Debbie launched. Wow. Uh, the the oatmeal cream pie. I, I like how you're all street with it. OCP. You down with you OCP? Know. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> well, and, and and let's talk about this because this yeah. is sort of important history and all that. Uh, it's it was it was created by uh, Othar McKee uh, in 1935. Oh. The oh, McKee that is, company that is, that is important. Later, later Be turned careful in information. 1960. John over, here, John over here is a snack nerd, like like star. He knows like knowledge, like Star Wars type knowledge. So uh, well, if he gets something he, wrong, he's going to jump on the mic and correct you. Then he knows in 1960 that uh, McKee founded the Little Debbie brand. What is so, he pointing to on his shin? Oh, is that a tattoo of him? <laughs> that is a tattoo. Yeah. That's so bizarre. It's, well, my, only, it's my only <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's his only tattoo, but he has multiple chins. So <laughs> That's not All nice. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to have him stay closer. What is he going to do? Run up and jump on me? <laughs> Right. That is that is not nice. That's not, that nice. Is not nice. John's going to go home with, with all his boxes of a cake. He's going to go home, and we're going to be out of luck. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, did did the guy who invented the this pet pie have a little Debbie, or who, who who's a little Debbie? Is little Debbie named after somebody? Uh, and you know what? Uh, it in my research, John, did you <laughs> did you get this? Because in my research, it didn't say if it was like a Wendy's if it was named he after. Fell asleep. So like we'll, his, we'll give that answer later in the show. Oh Lord, yeah, we'll, we'll have to look that one up. <laughs> uh, this is not a criticism, guys. Yeah, uh, but we're like, I don't know how many minutes in on this thing, and we've only covered the first item. <laughs> That's because we're so but, invested. But but we've case. agreed multiple times. Well, that so is we're true. making up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and it's being transcribed too. So yeah, which has nothing to do with anything. But anyway, uh, let's move on now. <laughs> to, oh. Uh, yeah. Did we want to talk about why he's doing this? This is in celebration of that court case that uh, Johnny Depp had. With oh, the, in, tw- the in 2022. So there's, there's a, a tie-in uh, to that. Plus, he's trying to get some extra cash. He's not from not from this. He's he's practicing <laughs> to be uh, a court reporter. Yeah. Okay. So all right. Th- this will be interesting to see how this thing turns out. So let's move on to Johnny Depp roles. And Joseph, what is your number five? Okay, real quick, I, I I picked out Johnny Depp roles that may not be the most successful, but for me, they're the most enduring. Or like, I like, you know, I like how it starts off with an apology. So go ahead. The reason why I say that is because number five for Lord me is is uh, Edward's <laughs> Edward Scissor's hands. This is my uh, number five. This is my number okay, five. from nineteen ninety. This, this is my number one. Whoa! Oh wow! Okay. Jeez. Well, this started all out there. Uh, we know that Johnny Depp uh, has this thing about working with certain directors. Tim Burton, you know, he's sort of like Tim Burton's muse because he's been so many Tim Burton's. This is what started all out there. Uh, just a great little fantasy story. And I'm going to stop right there because it's George's number one. So, okay. It's well, my number five, too. Just want to mention that. Go ahead, George. I love that it was Scissor Hand. That's the best movie I ever seen. Oh, again with the Edward Scissor Hand. How can you have a hand like a scissor, huh? Show me one person who's got the handle like a scissor. Hey, it's a beautiful dream. I love to be this man. Did you ever think about what are you going to do on the toilet? Hmm? What are you going to do on the toilet? I'd like to have shoehorn hands. And that, of course, is Kramer from Seinfeld. I'd like to have shoehorn hands. But yeah, this is uh, he earned his first Golden Globe nomination uh, for this film, Edward Scissorhands. Um, 
And back in 1990, uh, Johnny Depp's character is constructed by Vincent Price, mm-hmm. uh, and but he's incomplete, and he's his creator dies, and he's stuck with scissor hands and leads this real solitary life until Winona Ryder meets him and introduces him into the wild world of uh, suburbia. Okay, and um, really, um, it, it's it's a beautiful it's. It's a weird little film, okay, but uh, Johnny Depp makes Edward completely relatable and sympathetic. There's He doesn't talk much. Actually, um, Depp watched a lot of Charlie Chaplin films to study how to create that kind of sympathy uh, without any kind of dialogue. And uh, But this is one of Tim Burton's best dark, you know, movies uh, with kind of, you know, he always has these broken characters uh, in it, but... Uh, just a, a really interesting, I guess, examination of loneliness and social exclusion. It's it Ed, here. Being Edward a, is a hands. Being a being a Jim, it's like one of the only movies where Jim is the villain, played by Anthony Michael Hall. The, That's the, right. The, the Jim, Jim is the part. villain here, so you know that works out. A couple yeah. of shout outs yeah. to to I'm Diane Weist and uh, Alan Arkin for playing the best parents in the world. I'm uh, a hero, by the way. Of this show. Yeah. Everybody knows. So, so you many, know, you yeah. know from the Roy Clark episode, I saved the world. So, so many <laughs> nice little moments. Uh, but you're right. Uh, yeah, Alan I am Arkin, right about this. Roy is Clark one of episode. my one of my favorite things. Uh, uh, oh, it's a know. good movie. I like Alan Arkin in it too. There's there's so many people you forget are in this movie, <laughs> and yep. the fact they have the Breakfast Club nerd is the baddie. Yeah, uh, in it, uh, and he's all buff. Uh, I was like, wow, he, he was the nerd on The Breakfast Club. I forget the actor. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Let's go wonderful. ahead and move on to your... And that's three. and now we know where snowflakes come from. <laughs> that's right. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. What's your number five, George? My number five, I, I'll do the narration. I was raised on a farm in Mooresville, Indiana. My mama died when I was three and my daddy beat the hell out of me because he didn't know no better way to raise me. Mordecai. <laughs> I like to, <laughs> I like baseball, movies, good clothes, fast cars, whiskey, and you. What Does else do you cry, need baby? to know? Nope. This is director Michael Mann's 2009 gangster semi-biopic of John Dillinger in Public Enemy. Ah, and okay. Depp plays the notorious 1930s robber folk hero okay john dillinger uh who is pursued by the fbi agent played by christian bell melvin purvis i think is is the name so true true crime uh things but you're you're drawn into liking dillinger and rooting for him even though you know what the outcome is is going to be and uh but Deb said he, he felt a connection to dillinger because his father grandfather rather was a moonshine runner and his stepfather was incarcerated in the same pr- uh, prison that Dillinger helped his men escape from in, in the movie. And uh, another thing, uh, Johnny Depp, born in Kentucky, about 70 miles from where, where Dillinger grew up in, in s- southern in Indiana. So, uh, but John Dillinger, my number five. All right, there you go. My number five was uh, Edward Scissorhands. So let's move back to Snack Cakes. Number yeah. four, Joseph, for you is what? Catching us up on time, oatmeal cream pie. Oh, yeah, that's great. Okay, oh. George, what's your All number right. four? Uh, Hostess chocolate cupcakes. Oh, the classic so this, with the swirl with the Captain Cupcake. Del, honorable that, mention. That, honorable you got mention. That creamy center and then that little icing squiggle. Uh, Sealed for freshness. Hostess chocolate cupcakes. As a kid, I used to like take my front teeth uh, and try to scrape off the white stuff first. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was a I, thing. I always did. The you, were you the ever whole... successful? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I kind of did wanna, the same thing. I took give the it whole layer off and just ate that part and left the whole cake. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. John, John, can do you, do, he brought him. He's the man. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> this guy's going to have... Okay, yeah. I think let's, let's keep going. This is possibly the best cupcake <laughs> ever made. <laughs> what is this? 
<laughs> All right. Thank you, John. He's moving to the corner now. Slow down. He woke John, up when he heard cup. He was <laughs> sleeping until you said cupcake, and he actually woke up. That was kind of crazy. Um, oh boy. Line number four is the Nutty Buddy, which used to be the Nutty Bar from Little Debbie. They've taken Nutty Buddy, which uh, of course is the peanut butter, and it's like a wafer thing. It comes in two. We always bought. This was at the concession stand, also with Star Crunch. This was my uh, my second choice, but. Uh, also, Nutty Buddy uh, in the year t- uh, 2022 was featured in the Megan the Stallion song called Sweetest Pie when she said she desecrated two uh, little Debbie snacks by saying, Let me put my, let me have put his Nutty Buddy in my fudge round. Which why fudge did round you, is, why did you have no, to bring that no. up? Which fudge round is in my, is on my honorable mention. So <laughs> notice Tom stopped typing. Tom stopped typing. <laughs> Anyways, this is Nutty Buddy really good with milk, coffee. It just uh, It's a good little, uh, you know, peanut butter uh, snack there. But uh, be careful out there. Don't let the Nutty Buddy go into your fudge round. And oh, out to- uh, <laughs> What has this show become? Did Aries. you get that, Tom? Fudge round. Nutty Buddy. I got to see that when this actually comes out with the transcription. All right. We're going to Johnny Depp's number four. What do you got there, Joseph? Okay. You know, Johnny Depp pick, picking out characters has always sort of been his thing. He's always attracted to the roles that are a little bit awkward. And I think none of it features better than 1994's Ed Wood. Uh, oh, my this number two. Is, this is That's my number two you know, as well. Look at this, guys. This is a biopic. Uh, a biopic. Biopic. <laughs> biopic. Biopic. <laughs> George hates it either way you say it. From our listen to our it's biopic, a biopic. A biopic episode. <laughs> it's a biopic. I'm gonna go with Jim's pronunciation. It's a biopic. Biopic um, sounds like biopsy. <laughs> no, I always say biopic, uh, but I've heard a lot of people say biopic uh, for yeah, some reason. Yeah, no, it is biopic. I'm just so it's of the legendary. Uh, Worst director of all time, Edward D. Wood, who was didn't even make B films. He made like C or D films uh, with uh, 1950s uh, Glenn or Glinda, Bride yes. of the Monster, and of course the ever infamous, famous uh, Plan Nine from Outer yes, Space. So yes, yes. this is that. in black yes. and white again. Tim Burton. So this is another Tim Burton movie and all that. But Ed Wood. I mean, Ed Wood, Johnny Depp plays Ed Wood so well and so consistent through this whole movie filled with these wonderful, wonderful uh, band of misfits, if you will. Uh, It's an endearing movie. It's a great movie. I think Depp does a great job. He's so enthusiastic. Talk about it more. He's so enthusiastic as the director believing in himself. It's the classic believing yourself story, no matter how bad you are. And the thing about it is this, this movie kind of didn't make me accept him as Willy Wonka. Cause I thought he was just kind of playing off as Ed Wood just to, to a little bit of degree. Cause he's got the whole, you know, that kind of real kind of pie in the sky look all the time. So when I saw Willy Wonka, I said, he's just kind of, this kind of Ed Wood, you know, amplified a little bit too. And also the Willy Wonka was really strange, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one, uh, this one's great. Martin Landau is in his relationship with, oh. Oh, yeah. Wood as Bella Lugosi. Good, great stuff. Don't yeah, forget uh, Bill Murray. Bill oh, Murray yes, yes. is Bunny Breckenridge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this was um, Tim Burton. He he says this is one of his favorite films. Uh, or, I'm sorry, his favorite film. Uh, but one thing, this film that we're talking about, this 1994 film, it costs more to produce than all of Ed Wood's films put together. Okay. And um, at the time, Johnny Depp was kind of depressed or discouraged, maybe not depressed, but discouraged about films and filmmaking and thinking, you know, have I stalled out? Am I done with this? But he got this part and it gave him a chance to kind of stretch out and have some fun. And uh, he said that working with Martin Landau, the actor that played the Bella Lugosi character, or Bella Lugosi, uh, said it really rejuvenated his thrill of, of acting uh, that Landau kind of took him under his his wing uh, kind of mentored him you know and just showed him how brought brought his joy back uh, for filmmaking so thank you Martin there you go there we go so we a uh, nice job there so that was Joseph that was your four um, what is your number four George my number four, talking about eating, okay, uh, this is adapted from Peter Hedge's 1991 novel of the same name, What's Eating 
Gilbert Gray. This is my number four. Uh, this is this, this is nineteen ninety three. This is my number one. Whoa! Look at this. Yeah. We've got three uh, matches. More time for snack cakes. That's a job. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's he's just thumbs up in the corner. Okay. Good. So, uh, go ahead, George. Well, the the plot is it's really kind of simple. Uh, Depp plays Gilbert Great, and he's forced to look after his disabled younger brother, brilliantly played by Leonardo DiCaprio, um, and their severely obese mother. And it doesn't sound like much, but it's very compelling. And it's it's the first performance of Johnny Depp that really made me take note of him uh, as an actor. Uh, but uh, brilliant. He's like so. 23. DiCaprio is 19 in it. And it wasn't a hit. It was uh, made for 11 million. It only made 10. Uh, looking at it, looking at it now, I see that the, you know, John C. Riley is in this movie. He was in a bunch of movies, like as a supporting character, yeah. like Dolores Claiborne. I'm just kind of oh, yeah. like seeing him now, now that we know him pretty much, you know, as a star, it's kind of weird seeing these early nineties movies yeah. with some of these actors in it, but uh, it has a real feel to it, has a real mood to it when you watch yeah, it. Yeah, and it, and I think the reason maybe it didn't do so well is it is not the feel-good movie of the No, summer. it is not. Uh, you know, uh, do we go to spoilers uh, on it, uh, you know, since this movie is, you know, several decades old? It's your call. Your call, George. So... But Mama it's gonna dies. be in, it's gonna be in print. It's gonna be in print also with the transcript. Mama so. dies and she's so big they can't get her out of the house, so they just burn the house down rather than have people write about how large the mother was. Uh, and so it, it sounds awful, but it is heartwarming, and it does have a very fitting conclusion that I think they earn. But uh, it's not like you leave and go. Man, that was hilarious. Uh, unless, you know, I guess you're just really sick in the this, head. But this movie, the reason why it's my number one is because this movie has so much heart to it. Yeah. Uh, this is large, about large uh, heart. <laughs> a large heart. Gosh, just, George, on, George. Just, just George. Just George. Wow. Well, no, but you're, I, you're I able think... to talk about John over there and say all these things, but I'm the bad guy. Oh, John's <laughs> over here. He's just he's taking part in the show. What's, what, yeah. what's wrong with John? Exactly. Uh, just someone poke them every once in a while to make sure they still <laughs> still with us. Not making <laughs> comments like that. That's what I'm talking about. No, but no, this this movie, I feel like uh, the reason why it meant so much to me is because I felt like in the in the early 90s, you had a bunch of directors and, and films yes. out there that were really original. Oh. Uh, and this was one of them. This is a small story. And it is it is something that I think is very relatable to everyone. It sort of hits the Gen X sort of uh, cynicism a little bit because it's about a 17-year-old that is responsible for taking care of his family. He's trapped in this small town. He wants to get out. He's given up on his dreams of ever really becoming something more than just living in the small town or whatever it is is such a great story it is such a great story that uh yeah i did i play as number one so there you go yeah it's there it's really go. a metaphor for the gulf war all right it is no, not. Not. No, it's just, just, <laughs> all right let's move on to snack just cakes making that three. up sorry it's not snack three. cakes number three and then we'll take a little break all right so joseph what's your number three snack cake uh, probably our oldest snack cake that we're gonna have on the list uh created in 1917 my friend Jason would always have one before we'd go into rehearsals uh, in high school theater. And he'd go around saying, I got a moon pie. Ooh, the moon it. pie. Uh, this was something personally, uh, we've talked about Mama Johnson in the past. Her favorite treat was a moon pie and RC Cola. Uh, that was a yeah. great combination. You know, it's such a Southern thing too. I think a lot of people in the South uh, like that combination and all that, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a moon pie. The reason why I got its name is because it's four inches in diameter. So they would advertise it as being as big as the moon kind of thing. Uh, and so. Uh, and a unique. Can you say it's a marshmallow. Yellow. Yeah, it's a marshmallow uh, that has two thin graham crackers. It's great. It's a moon pie. And, yeah, graham and crackers you cannot eat in. a moon pie. Yeah. Go chocolate. Ahead. And you when you take that first bite, 
you're going to get it on you. You know, the graham crackers just sort of shoot out. It breaks apart, you know, on that. So it's good stuff. All right, George, what is your number four snack cake? I mean, sorry, three snack cake. Number number three for me is the Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie. So Okay. I, uh, I am set. I, but I do like a moon pie. I, okay, I do. Nice. Uh, my number three is the Hostess Ding Dong. Oh, that's my number one. Yes. Number uh, two. Number two. And, <laughs> and Hostess Brands in Canada, it's under the name King Dons. Or, K, uh, I, you know, one G, this would have been a porno name, King Dong. But <laughs> but uh, the hostess Ding Dong has been produced since 1967. It yep. is the shape of a hockey puck. Yeah, a hockey <laughs> Blaze puck. Blaze yes. with chocolate. chocolate and it's got kind of like the cupcake, same thing. has the little the filling in it. But for some yeah, reason. It's the, it's the same filling, but it is a different experience because that fudgy chocolate or, glaze. Around it, yes. Yeah. And I always yeah. remember as a kid, it was wrapped in. Foil. Aluminum yep. foil. foil. Yep, yep. Yeah. It was the one the one snack that always kind of when people kids took out of their lunches, you could see from a mile away. Oh, they got a king. So they got a ding dong. Now I think they have the like you know the regular hostess wrapping, but it was kind of fun back in the day. They had a little conflict with ring dings that Drake's cakes made, but apparently they got that resolved. And I think hostess ding dong is pretty much you know better what, remembered. What is the conflict? What are you talking about? Well, they were the same. They were the same product. Yeah, I just had two different names. I mean, there was nothing. Thing different about them like if put one, yeah. someone put a ring ding in front of you and a ding dong yeah. you couldn't tell you couldn't yeah. tell the difference maybe a taste test but and then also had the great uh, cartoon character king ding dong who yes. appeared on the boxes for a while in the 70s somebody on the 70s they thought that we needed a cartoon character to eat these well things and with. and i want to ask about that were we eating his subjects I don't know. Or, I don't know. Yeah, if he was the king, because he was actually were a ding we eating dong. him. Captain Cup, Cupcake were eating his his shipmates. Happy well, Ho Ho were we eating all his hoes. You know. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Twinkie the kid. Or we <laughs> fruit well, pie the magician. That was a little weird. It's like, hey, what well, we can't make a fruit pie. Let's just make fruit pie the magician that makes him happy the beer. Well, he he was kind of fruity. So. <laughs> this was uh 1967. It came out. They started yeah. producing it in 1967. Uh, and then it had a brief period in 2013 where they stopped making them uh, for a while there because there was less like, no one really likes these anymore, but then they quickly brought them back. Yeah. King Ding Dong. All right. So there we go. There's uh, there's our snacks number three. So let's move on now to our intermission, which I believe is submarine sounds. Oh, go. Okay. I want to no, see so, so, so I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm going to be like writing this down. <laughs> hey, look for the transcription. We're on the hunt. On the hunt for Red October. Is that Indiana Jones I see hanging on to the submarine? <laughs> this is the Widowmaker. In the town where I was born, <laughs> lived a man, sailed the sea. Down Periscope, where's Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> Not down far enough. Oof. Oof. This is the Crimson Tide. I just thought of a new Samuel Jackson movie. Snakes in a sub. <laughs> Get these snakes out of my sub. You had to do it, didn't you? You had to make Grey Lady down. And so <laughs> my movie career. Didn't you? Damn you. I don't even know what we're talking about now. Just keep up. Ah, uh, that's a good one. All right, let's move on now to Johnny Depp films. Number three. What you got, Joseph? It has to go on here because it started basically it it showed the public that 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 Don, Johnny Depp was actually bankable. I'm going with, of course, 2003's Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, and a uh, personal story on this one 
here is whenever it came out there, it was the first time I went out uh, to a pitch fest in, in Hollywood. And uh, we went with our other writing partner. And the thing about it is, is that uh, I, I was teaching debate at the time. And I had some parents that they said, oh, we know this producer. Would you like to meet him? And I was like, absolutely. And this guy, he was a producer, but he was, he produced all those Hallmark films, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Uh, but he was a money guy. And, and, and one of the things he did, he just didn't produce films for Hallmark, but he also owned the largest uh, prop warehouse in Hollywood, he would buy all these props and all that. And then people would they come have to rent. be large props or no, they could be anything. They, they could be anything, but okay. he had, he had everything. So we went, talked to him, pitched with him, didn't work. However, he was like, Hey, do you guys want to see my warehouse? And we're like, absolutely. So a uh, writing partner and I went to this warehouse and it was huge. And we told him, we're just like, uh, Hey, we're, we're, we're going to the El Capitan to see this new Pirates of the Caribbean movie or whatever. And he goes, Oh, funny story about that. He goes, uh, the studio did not believe in this movie at all. So when the movie was done, they're just like, it's going to be a flop. It's based on, you know, the ride. A, a ride. Yeah. It's based yeah. on a ride. It's not going to do anything. So literally Disney sold him all their props from swords to to the doubloons to wow. everything and so uh the thing about it is when the movie when the movie hit big or whatever they had to buy it all back from him and he's like i'm not going to sell it to you uh he goes i'll lease it to you so he bought it for like pennies on the dollar and wow. then he leased it to him and all that but the great thing about it is uh i have pictures of me holding Don't mess with the like, mouse. Like, like, yeah, I, I have pictures of me holding like Johnny Depp, Depp's sword and all oh, that. Wow. But the best part was uh, there's a scene where he and uh, Orlando Bloom are fighting on they're They're fighting in the Smith's shop or whatever, you know, where uh, they're on this. I guess it's a wagon and the wagon's balanced. I don't know if you can remember that scene or not, but but. They're like, the guy was like, hey, why don't you get on the wagon and here are the swords and all that. You can recreate the scene. And so I get on one side and the partner gets on the other and the wagon breaks. Oh. <laughs> we hear this crack oh, wow. Wow. and just like our eyes are like that. So that's that's my little uh, my little Pirates of the Caribbean story. But and yeah, that's Johnny, why there were no more wagons. <laughs> no more wagons. wagons in the exactly. Exactly. But uh but uh, no, this is uh, that was a great that was a great visit because I got to hold the suitcases from uh, uh, oh god, what catch me if you can, uh, oh, Tom well. Hanks's uh, little suitcases yeah. and all that. Frank Abagnale's story, yeah, yeah. But uh, so so, anyways, this I'm, I'm getting back to the movie itself. Johnny Depp does obviously his his uh, best impression of. Uh, What's his Keith, name? Keith, Keith Richards. Richards. Yeah, Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Yeah. You know, uh, started being drunk and all that. But he makes the movie. I mean, the movie's enduring and it's charming. It would have been a simple little movie without Johnny Depp. I mean, the whole franchise owes everything to his performance. So that's why it's my number three. Nice. All right. Good. Uh, what's your number three, George? So my number three is Donnie Brasco, my 1997. Oh, my nice. number two. Yeah. Oh, look, we got another. Look at this, man. This is the most we've ever had. We've got four three-way matches. Uh, and this but, is the uh, one for me that like really said this guy is well, go yeah. ahead. really good. No, I'm, I'm just saying really amazing actor is his, him and Al Pacino on it. And then playing the scenes where you're undercover cop dealing with, you know, you're about to get caught. Those are, those are tough to play. I mean, there's only so much tension you could play, but uh, did such a great job on this movie. Yeah. There, now this is a true life story uh, about FBI undercover agent that infiltrates the mob. And over time, he, he kind of starts identifying more with the mob uh, than his, his real life. Uh, and, you know, Al Pacino originally was going to be Brasco, but then when he switched to Lefty, the character of Lefty, he recommended Johnny Depp. And, uh, of course, what, what might have been, uh, they were interested in Alec uh, Baldwin, Nick Cage, which I think is ironic considering the connection Nick Cage had with Johnny Depp. Uh, 
John Cusack, which I think would have would have been good. Uh, were, all of these were considered for the role of, of Donnie Brasco, you know. And uh, I I think often of that scene at the end where Lefty is taking off his rings and and all of that. You know, he's he's been called to you know go to a meet, if you will. And you know the the implication in the movie is that he was killed after being sent for. But uh, in the book that this is based on, in Pistone's book, Donnie Brasco, My Life Undercover, uh, or Life Undercover, what is it? My Undercover Life in the Media. Sorry, Mafia Media. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Too long a title, obviously. <laughs> but uh, John's in the corner shaking his head. It's like, what's with well, this guy? He's, he, this, is, this happens I, every episode. I need, I need a ho-ho or something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they actually, on his way to there, Lefty was intercepted by the FBI and and they arrested him and he and he got 20 years. I think he died in prison in the like the mid 90s. Uh, he got cancer or something, but uh, just a wonderful wonderful performance by him. And, and when you can hold your own against an actor like uh, Al Pacino uh, and and have equal weight in the scene, that's that's saying something. So nice. And anything else, gentlemen? No, I think we're good. No, that's good. All right. My number three is now they're my friends. Now to <laughs> your purpose. Careful <laughs> patience. I'm talking about Sweeney Todd, the demon Sweeney Fleet, uh, demon barber of Fleet Street, directed by Tim Burton. Another Tim Burton uh, thing. And this kind of went. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, to get to Tim Burton, I went to Sam Mendes and then Tim Burton back to Tim Burton to make this uh, adaptation of Sondheim's musical, which if you see on stage is super operatic, you know. Oh, yeah. George Hearn's going, pretty women, it's fascinating. Oh, we make a man sing. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, was just Johnny. Do, just do the whole thing. Go ahead. <laughs> That's George Hearn's version, though. Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp actually on Pretty Women they, uh, does a duet with uh, with uh, Alan Rickman, and it's the yes. one duet I never thought I would want to hear, but I listen to all the time. Pretty Women, elevating how they make a man sing. Pretty Women, ever wonder. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, where, Johnny Depp, where are your detonators? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Depp is a is a pretty good singer. This, this morning I came across a thing where he's singing uh, the John Lennon song "Isolation" and Jeff Beck is on guitar. Oh, he did and, that uh, with the it is, yeah. That, he does a yeah, lot of stuff. He, with, yeah, he used to, he used to tour with uh, him all the time. But the, yeah. I think his voice, though, which some people, you know, I actually bumped into a huge. Uh, did the, I did the worst thing when you have a theater nerd? And I said, I liked the Sweeney Todd movie. Oh my god! Uh, it was like yeah. I said, uh, it, it was like this. Oh my god! How can you even say that? But yeah. Johnny Depp, blah 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 blah. And it was like it was it was for twenty minutes. I just stood there and he just went off on me. Uh, you kind of terrible it was, but but yeah. I think it in in between the theater nerd and the regular moviegoer, I think he humanized the character a little bit, less operatic, more of a normal voice. And, and Burton shot it basically as a horror movie with music. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, and you know, the thing is uh, when they bring a musical to this other medium of, of film, uh, like I love Les Mis, um, the, the yeah. stage version. Okay. I have, I actually have it on my, my devices. Um, uh, but then I, I like the movie versions of it, even the non-musical with Liam Neeson. Uh, I, I like those versions as well. You, you have to be able to, to separate and not expect it to be what you saw in the theater. Yeah, and I even well, like the, you know, uh, Hugh Jackman. I, I own that one too. So it's, it's a different interpretation. You can do different things in the movie. And I think you're right. It does humanize him more in the Tim Burton film. And it's, yeah. it's a great role and a great, great performance by Depp because you have, you have basically someone, you know, but yeah. you learn from the beginning of the story, why he has his revenge. But then yes. again, you have a lot of, you have a big body count in this thing, especially oh, in, yeah. in, in the epiphany singing scene. So never, um, never um, look at meat pies again. Yeah. The same way. Any requests before we move off Sweeney Todd? I'm, I'm ready to go here. Any requests? No. There's no place like London. No, but there's no place like London. I, I, I've never seen it. 
I've never seen it. I've never seen it. You're missing out. If I'm singing the songs, you know I don't like. <laughs> I feel you, Joanna. I feel you. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> Sweet Todd. Just, just keep going. Yeah, don't stop now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just staring. I'm just staring at this point. <laughs> I want to see the translation of that. <laughs> oh, boy. It says auto tune singing. I see Joanna. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that is my number three. On now to number two, snack cake. Joseph, what you got? Ding dong. All right. Oh. George, what do you got? Uh, Twinkies. Uh, so you'd made a, a mention of, um, oh, what's his name? Gosh. Uh, Twinkie the Kid. Uh, no, uh, the movie, the zombie movie. Oh yeah, uh, Zombieland. Yeah, Zombieland, and uh, but the character, uh, I am totally blank. The Cheers guy, uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Uh, George Wells. Wells. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but he little little side quest looking for Twinkies. But it's the you know the yellow sponge cake. Sadly, towards uh, well, I guess what 2012. Uh, there's there was kind of this trend towards healthy eating and there was like a union brawl or something but it it forced this banker baker down into bankruptcy and uh you can't get twinkies anymore you can get things that are twinkie-esque but the actual twinkie they still no sold, sell twinkies. no 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 they they, they did they because what happened back. is they brought it back yes yeah. uh so uh, basically what they end up doing is, and this is my number one, by the way, this oh, is nice. Twinkie is Twinkie is my number one. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, in, in 2012, Hostess announced its plans to shut down the operations. Time ranked the Twinkies number one in its list of 10 iconic junk foods. Uh, and basically what happened is uh, Hostess, has different divisions in different countries and the Canadian oh. um, company still ran it. So they brought it back under a different company other than hostess. But yeah, so, so you can still get it. You can still get it, it may not say hostess on it, but okay. uh, it is still the original Twinkie uh, created in 1930. Uh, it is a sponge cake with a banana cream filling in it. The, the name came from, when Richard Koff, the inventor of this, the creator of the Twinkie, saw a billboard of a of a St. Louis uh, product known as the Twinkle Toe Shoes, and so he just called them Twinkies because he felt like the cake looked like the shoes. So there you go, know. Twinkies. Uh, I like them less now, but uh, is that true, John? He's nodding his head. Yes, you know your snack knowledge. Good job, Jeff. <laughs> And he's holding up a box as we talk. Okay, so uh, very good. Uh, George, what is your number two snack cake? That was his number two. Told you. That oh, was my number one. Yeah, yeah, that was my over? number one. Is your, is your list over, George? Joseph? I, I, I am done, done, done. I have nothing left to give to this show. I'm very disappointed. Well, that, that's guys, how we started. You but. guys left <laughs> off my, my number two uh, pick because it meant so much to our childhood because they sponsored so many charlie brown specials every year and i'm talking about dolly madison and their zinger which is now owned by hostess and they put out the zinger but you know uh, the dolly madison zinger was a small it's almost twinkie shape but it was a small chocolate cake or that's the banana that's the problem i had with it they were too small wow and you usually come in packs of four or three so it'd be chocolate and there'd be like vanilla or there's this crazy kind of strawberry one that was just red but they would always say a charlie bound a charlie bound christmas brought to you by dolly medicine and they would follow immediately with the dolly medicine commercial which would have charlie brown and the gang in it so i had yeah. to give props for sponsoring all our childhood shows and dolly was medicine. it a rap thing was it a rap thing like no. the sponge wrapped around the cream like a ho-ho it was it was no it was, no, it was uh it was a cake and it had had a, a, a layer of frosting on it but the frosting always had these the indentions like someone took a fork in it and went yeah. straight down it yeah. and that's yeah you can still find them today they still have the zingers. It's 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 a ripoff of the Hostess cupcake, but no, it's, it's a not. lot smaller and it's being very and it's a rectangle. I, but I've, never had, I've never yeah, had it. I've never had a zinger. <laughs> yeah, I've had a zinger. Like when <laughs> when they're out of everything you else head or something, you, you'll get a zinger. But uh, <laughs> it uh, it's like wow, 
it's sort of like if if you have uh, a dog and she you would has have puppies. no Charlie Brown Christmas if you didn't have zingers, George. You have She has puppies, zingers, and you have the runt childhood. of the litter. And this, this is what zinger, you do to zingers. This man, this zinger. Is Even the John of the, the corner had the had the the gumption to shake his head and just and disgust the energy to do that because you, anyways. Oh, let's just move on to. <laughs> well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not getting any votes if Joseph doesn't remember it, and I am, you know, I've got the stance <laughs> that I have on it to look at the zinger. Sorry, Charlie Brown. You know. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> Go don't, ahead. don't bother. Just it's not even. You're gonna say, "Oh, I know that. I know that. I had plenty of those." <laughs> oh, I remember that was like the rip Making off. fun of the zinger, all because yeah, anyway. Not even worth that opening the package. That's a terrible tragedy right there. <laughs> Wow, the controversy yeah. of the zinger. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, John. John, he is the villain of the show. Yeah. Yeah, people hate him. <laughs> you can, John, I don't even know how you got John? in here. Yeah, go ahead. Crispy code robots at gmail.com. Yeah, go go ahead. John. Oh, you're writing a hate mail letter already? <laughs> okay. Oh. By the end of the show, you'll have it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with wimp of a man. You know, okay. All right. Uh, I, all right. So I let's stand by what I say. Here. All right. So, all right. Okay, he's upset. Anyway, let's move on now to the number one Johnny Depp role. He'll, he'll get over it. Uh, are we in number one, number two? Number two? Number Johnny two. Depp, number two. What's your number two, Joseph? I'm done. Donnie Brasco. I'm done, too. I had Ed Wood as my number two. Ed, Ed Wood was my number two, and my number one was Edward Scissorhands. So I, are we done? We are done. Yeah, what, any, what are you, uh, yeah what's he in the deal with number, number, number one? Yeah. Ding any honorable mention for, for Johnny Depp? Like yeah, uh, uh, okay. So for me, for, for me, it was Benny and June. I thought that, that was a really oh, good yeah. quirky movie. Uh, and Don Juan DeMarco with Marlon Brando uh, is fantastic. Uh, and uh, I'm a therapist. And I'm into love, and I need to have these fantasies about Johnny Depp with long hair. You didn't watch it, did you? <laughs> No, I he saw it a long time it. ago. I saw it. Maybe I'm confused with the freshman. <laughs> same movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. was. Uh, it was the Matthew same Broderick. movie. <laughs> wow. Marlo, uh, the, the freshman was actually better. It had that iguana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? And well, those are the two that I'm going to mention. Uh, that I was just like, gosh, should I put them on there or not? But uh, no, chocolate. Uh, and chocolate. I, I have such chocolate. a lovely movie. Such a lovely movie. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just beautiful. <laughs> yes, the gypsy and chocolate. I have the Mad Hatter uh, in Alice in Wonderland from talking about Disney and Tim Burton. Uh, have y'all seen Blow, uh, George? Yeah, I thought uh, that was good. Wait, Joseph, you yeah. and I saw Blow in the theater. We also saw Fear and Loathing in the theater together, which I thought yeah, was right. good. It's very strange, but I thought he, I thought Depp was good in it. You know, yep, uh, was good. And then I have Ichabod Crane in Sleepy Hollow. Again, another Tim yep. Burton. Uh, and I want to mention John Waters' Crybaby. Depp was yeah. nominated for a third time uh, for Best Musical or Comedy Actor Golden Globe for, for this performance. Um, so, yeah, those there are my go. honorable mentions. Right. What about you, Jim? I think I just pretty much agree with you guys on that one. I had uh, fear and loathing probably in Las Vegas is mine that probably that. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for me. I, you know, everything else is kind of good, but not honorable mention good. So um, on now not, to, just mention, not honorable, honorable mention. Good. Yeah. It's they're, they're, they're just mentions. The, uh, are you done with snack cakes? Cause I'm done. I'm done. I think Georgia. we're all done. Yeah. All right. So, any honorable mentions there? I'm going to go with Fudge Round because it completes the Nutty Buddy and Fudge Round uh, continuum. As we're, I will go about. with a ho ho. I like a ho ho. Well, wait, let me ask you this question: Ho ho or Swiss cake roll by Little Debbie? Which Ooh. one is better? They're basically the same product. You're absolutely right. Uh, I, I I still go with the ho ho because of the name. It's sort of like Ding Dong. You know, <laughs> ring ding, not as good as Ding Dong. And they know? have that and, Robin Hood looking kind of ho ho guy on there. <laughs> And I like uh, I'm also <laughs> a personal shout out to uh, zebra cakes. Zebra cakes were good. How can you know? You know not, how can you know zebra cakes? But you don't know a zebra. <laughs> I don't know a zinger. I promise you. You I'm are, not you are, fun you are of lying, you. and I'm glad Tom is not taking down your testimony because that is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lie right there. You're playing. You're playing a part in this thing. So you are lying. 
How about you, George? Do you have any? Uh, well, I mentioned Star Crunch. That that would be on my honorable mention. Um, and Zinger. No, I'm lying. Not Zinger at all. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, no. oh, she said it. It makes it in. Two of us agree. <laughs> uh, we're, we were talking about honorable mentions. So even if I did really have it on an honorable I'm surprised mention, nobody liked the Nutty Buddy. Uh, yeah, that's that actually that escaped me. Uh, I mean, that's a, I, that's a really good one. I still have those. I still do those. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I forgot about that. I guess Just I didn't don't get them in my fudge round, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Why are those ones called? <laughs> and and I don't know what they're called, but I used to get them as well. Star Crunch. I used to get those. Uh, they were like two in a package. They were sort of this thin kind of uh, uh, crispy treat, almost like a rice crispy treat. I don't know why it's called no. zingers. <laughs> is that what it is? Was called. it a zinger? Oh, I did donut sticks. I just heard Tom doing the music. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of We're Sorry We Suck. You apologize I did not agree. I did not agree to that. You apologize for lying about no one. This comes to <laughs> us from John David. John David writes in about last week's episode when we're talking about best explosions. Oh, yeah, that was a good uh, episode. It was a great episode, but apparently, according to John, we totally blew it because we missed mentioning Force 10 of Navarone. That's right. That 1978 oh, World War II film. Navarone. Let's apologize for getting the name wrong. Why is it? Force 10 from Navarone. Sorry. From Navarone. Uh, we're, sorry face, John, <laughs> we're, we're sorry for I'm that too. We're sorry for that too. About Dan. the zinger line, so you're going to get harsh criticism. <laughs> uh, of course, this is Harrison Ford uh, and Robert, Robert Shaw. Shaw. Robert uh, Shaw. Carl Weathers. Basically, yeah, yeah Carl Edward Weathers, Cox. and basically, it's a it's a goofy group of military experts. And what is their mission? To blow up a bridge. So, of course, it's a great explosion. Yeah. And of course, we totally blew Whoa. it. Blew it yeah, they, they by missing the out on mentioning it. That's not <laughs> they, the most memorable thing about that the movie. Dam that takes down the, the bridge, I think, right? That's right. That's right. That's so. not the most memorable thing about, thing about that movie, watching it as a kid. Barbara Bach has a nude scene in a, po- in a PG movie. Ooh. Gets you j- gets yeah. Well, J- Jim's talking about a completely different explosion. But for <laughs> our part here, uh, we're talking about the, the, the explosion about that happened in the movie. Rounds. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, so... Again, we're Singer. sorry. We suck. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, can I do the one next week about the zinger? The line. The- <laughs> we mentioned it. It's but these, you don't know these- what it, you, you say you don't know what it is. That tells me you never watched a Charlie Brown special. Anymore. I'm going. I'm going to buy a zinger before don't our next it. one. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's how much you know. I care about this show, so I'm going to really? do it. Okay. And then, then if 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 I like him, Jim. I'm man enough to apologize. Okay. But the I writer, really don't. Th- people have to write in. You can't just make an apology. No, I'm going to apologize to Jim, not Thank to you, the oh, listener, okay. to, to Jim I think personally. He hit himself on the head in the zinger section and his brain left or something. I don't, I don't know. know what happened. All right. Well, let's get to work, guys. So for Johnny Depp rolls, we've got four already. We've got What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Donnie Brasco, Ed Wood, and then another Ed, Edward Scissorhands. What we've got to choose from. Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, uh, Sweeney Todd, and we've got John Dillinger from the movie Public Enemy. So oh, that's hard. It's so weird because there, there's I've never seen it's the, all over the place. Uh, yeah. yeah, this uh, is completely off the Johnny Depp topic, uh, but it's peanut butter crunch with those things you were looking for, Joseph, in the two. Oh yeah, the peanut sorry. butter crunch. I just so came good. to my mind. I'm sorry to interrupt the Johnny Depp portion of the show. We used to have those as two. I remember that. No. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Now back. Now back, <laughs> my friends. Now to the decision. Uh, Think I, once. I, be careful. I we can't vote for it because I haven't because seen it. I haven't seen it. I can't vote for it because okay. I haven't seen it. I'm I sorry. Shocking, I have a shocking announcement. I have never seen, although I've seen clips and I've seen little bits, I've never seen any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And neither have I. 
You lie, Jim. No, you totally lie. I haven't seen that or Fast or Furious. Those are the two that I haven't seen. Or Transformers. Those are the three I haven't seen. Well, then I think by default we go with uh, Public Enemy. I don't no, know. They I, are my I will, friend. I That's where yes. you're wrong. Think I, the Pirates is such a big role that I think. I mean, I think I think for role. historical preservation, we probably have to go with it. That's why I didn't put yeah, it on the list because I thought you guys would both be, you know. Yeah, you uh, cheat with your. I list, thought you guys would way. both be like, you know, spooning each other over it. Oh, he's so good in that role. Oh, yes, he is, George. Oh, he's so beautiful. Look at this—the hostility. Hair. His hair is so Shoot. raven. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, John. Right, right. God, <laughs> yes. Jim gets so upset with us. <laughs> no, really, I thought you guys would be like really pumping up that role together, kind of like playing off each other. So I, I, I kind of left it alone. I know it's historically important for his career, though. I, that, that's the reason, in all honesty, and like I said, you know, that's the reason why I put it down my list because I'm like, this really, you know, proved to the public Johnny Depp was a bankable commodity. You know, he he had a reputation for losing money in studios, and people were really worried about that because they're like, he's making great stuff, but well, no there one's. There you go. So okay. Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean. I don't even know which which one is it. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I'm going to go Billy Ocean, Ocean, Caribbean Queen. That's <laughs> okay. right. All right. Fair Caribbean enough. Queen. A little well, bit of B.O. coming your way. Nice callback there, Joseph. <laughs> no more love on All right. the road. Look, look at these roles, though. The, these are such different characters. So Pirates of the Caribbean. Edward Scissorhands, Edward, Donnie Brasco, What's Eating Gilbert Gray. Uh, what different characters. Man, that's a good yeah. list. Of course, right. he left off his now, musical one, Sweeney Todd, because you didn't uh, see Sorry. It. Sorry. It's probably because you did so Sondheim many songs. Passed away. My song? My singing blew it? Really? I, no, I will watch that one as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it while I eat zingers. How's there that? There we go. There <laughs> I'm going to watch it while you eat. You might throw up. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, for snack cakes, what's in the canister or will be here momentarily, Little Debbie Oatmeal Cream Pies, mm. Twinkies, Ding Dongs, Star Crunch. A little nostalgia there for the, the boys here. Uh, what we have to choose from is Snowballs, which I just say the chase in hell. <laughs> I just put it on there. Because that was a thing. Right, settle down. A, an actual snowball might have a better chance to get into this new snowball. <laughs> Doesn't stand a chance snowball in hell. I'm going to say it again. All right, Snowball's chance down. in hell. <laughs> All right. Okay. I won't even mention it again. So what we have to choose from is Hostess Chocolate Cupcakes. Uh, good Buddy, memories. Or Moon Pie. Zinger doesn't stand a chance. So those, those three... Nutty Buddy, Moon Pie, Hostess. See, I thought you'd be like, company. anyway. You ganged up on me over the zinger. I thought you're going to gang up. No, it's just not good. The Pirates not- of the Caribbean. I thought you're going to like gang up on that, but that didn't happen. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, I I'm I would go for Nutty Buddy. But that's just me. But the cupcakes, cho- the Hostess chocolate cupcake is classic. I, I'm okay with that. Honestly, anything but Snowball or Zinger is is going to make Moon Pie. I'm not the biggest fan of. I, I was you know. Uh, then let's go with chocolate cupcakes because I could go for that one too. That that's the childhood isn't memory. That the same, isn't that the same as the Ding Dong filling? I mean, isn't that kind of the well? Same the filling thing? is the same. Yes, the filling's the same, but it was so it the, was the, so, the flavor, it, but it is a different is, experience. The flavor right. of cake is the same too. Well. One has a squiggle. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's Joseph saying the Mexican, Mexican pizza is a chalupa. It's the same thing. With the it's a chalupa. On. It's a chalupa. <laughs> okay. So. Nutty Buddy. We look, Nutty Buddy or Moon Pie? Moon We're Pie gonna, we, is a totally We bear in the flavor. hell giving him the Nutty Buddy because he's just going to pout the whole time and make fun of us and around. insult us. I don't, I don't care if he pouts and makes fun. I mean, this is episode 120. <laughs> this is what the show's about. <laughs> I think people in the in the future need to know Nutty Buddy. I would even put let's can we put Fudge Round in there too as number six. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's just trying to do his dirty song. So, oh, all boy. right. So there we go, Nutty Buddy. Oh, Star hold Crunch, on, John's coming to I I approve of the list. Oh boy, oh boy. You don't even get a vote, sir. Go sit back. He down. Approves of the list. Oh. Thank you, John. Who's going to get him out of here? I mean, like, do we have like a dolly or something? You guys told me to hire a snack cake expert, and I, I did. How does so. he feel about the fact that we 
put what's eating Gilbert grape in, in the movie. I mean, in the uh, canister. <laughs> All right. Uh, just don't, don't go any further, buddy. You're on, you're on. Uh, yeah. All right. Speaking of buddy, nutty buddy, star crunch, ding dongs, Twinkies, and little Debbie oatmeal cream pies. Little Debbie went in the, went in the day with three entries in there. Or yeah. uh, our 19, yeah. uh, 80s, uh, cafeteria lady, uh, crap patty made it in. Woohoo! She hated us for that. The revenge of the cap crap patty. So there we go. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, okay, so Joseph, you're going to watch Sweeney Todd. George, are we going to watch these Pirates movies or are we just going to keep continuing to deliver our lives? You just watch the first one. You don't have to watch all of them. Just watch the first one. You'll no. like it. I, I'm and I'm going to eat a zinger. I'm going to eat a zinger. I swear. I'm not a hater. Uh, I, just, I just never have seen them. Uh, not, you know. First uh, one's not, good. Not for not for any reason, you know. The special effects. I've I've seen clips of them, you know, on TV mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not anti Pirates of the Caribbean, but uh, or Caribbean. I think uh, I think this is an education moment for all of us. Like we're broadening yes. our our we, horizons we've, here. We've learned yes. something here. That's right. Yes. That's, You're right. Yes, we have, is, my friends. Is, that uh, is our purpose. To inform, entertain, that's what we do. That's, that's all I have. Sorry. Okay, thanks. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's go ahead. All right. Go ahead and uh, zip this up where it needs to go. And for some reason, we zip it up and then we bury it, which doesn't make any sense to me. But let's go ahead and rules for rules. Rules it up rules. so it comes back down and we bury it. We shoot it up into nothing. Anyways, let's get the shovels out. <laughs> <laughs> It goes, I guess, as far as it can. It goes in the atmosphere, and then it gets some stuff on it. Comes back down. So, uh, all right. Don't, don't look too closely at the plot. <laughs> Where does that canister go, and why does it come back down? Why are we burying it in the ground? These are questions that will be answered someday on this show. Never. <laughs> Maybe Nebula has I'll, the I'll eat a zinger first. <laughs> oh, good. All right. All oh, right. I have had a zinger before. They, I, I would eat these from the uh, from Show's the over, uh, convenience stores. Yeah, they're good. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. Final line. Remember, there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Or is there? And there's no place like London. No place like London. <laughs> I think you had an amazing show. Oh boy, someone please 